Okay, fine. Here, ready to go? Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to another episode of Throne Controllers Podcast. I'm Bats, and as always, I'm joined by the Cage Match Fighting Case. Damn, that's why I'm in a new movie this year. Oh yeah. I, I, think, like we're, I think we're in dread. Well, that's me at the helmet on. Uh-huh. You know, that's why they didn't, they didn't want me to take my helmet off because I'm so handsome that that, you know, just make all the women swoon so much bad that the whole place become a big wet slopping mess. Wow, graphic. Yes. And I meant that there's another movie coming out where that fat guy from... King of Queens? Yeah, he's playing a cage mask match guy to raise money to keep, like, some charity open. Oh, all right. It looks really bad. So, it's a good thing I did not know anything about that. So, Bats, how are you doing? Me? Uh, Pretty, pretty good. There's been some stuff going on in the news. There's been stuff going on? Well, before we get to this stuff going on... What was your favorite game of the week, buddy? So I've been playing the Ratchet and Clank collection. Uh, the original Ratchet and Clank. Then Going Commando and Ratchet and Clank Up Your Arsenal. Um, so right now I'm on the, the last one, uh, Ratchet and Clank Up Your Arsenal, which uh, is interesting. And one thing I found um, that it didn't have in the original game was it has multiplayer support. There's a multiplayer game on there. So um, it's almost like a Team Fortress type of game. All right, that's cool. But other than that, I'm is there actually anybody else playing it though? I don't know. I haven't tried. Okay. <laughs> I just I, they have a um, like a tutorial uh, where they where they show you how to play and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I haven't uh, tried it because I hate people. <laughs> that's always a wonderful thing to do. That's why you're so good at Guild Wars too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's true. Well, actually, you don't have to hang out with people at all in that game. That's true. Actually, the way the quests are designed, you you don't you have to like be next to them for a few five minutes and you can run away. Speaking of Guild Wars, what's your favorite game of the week? Oh, hey! Well, if we go based on time spent, it would probably be Guild Wars Two. But that is not what I'm going to go with. Oh, really? I'm going to go with Time FC UK. Or did you, did you just tell me to f off? I did. Uh, it probably would should be time fuck, but it's not that because of, uh, you know, people don't want to swear, apparently. So, anyhow, it's actually one of the games uh, designed and published by, uh, what's his name, Edward McMahon or something like that? Yeah, you yeah. talked about the McMillan. last week of the thingamajigger. Yeah, it was, it was one of the games in the basement collection of his, which, for people that don't know, Ed Mc, Edmund McMillan made Super Meat Boy. the guy that comes to your door and says you won the publisher's clearinghouse? Yes, and while he's driving around, he coded up Super Meat Boy and The Binding of Isaac, which were like, you know, pretty big indie games in last year. So before that, though, he had a lot of Flash-based games, which he then converted over. I love flashing. I love flashing. I I know you do. That's why you've been in jail. And he, uh, so he took those games and made them into a collection uh, via Steam for like four bucks, pretty cheap. And so I got to play – well, I played a few of them, but Time FC UK was probably my favorite of them all, and I really enjoyed it. It's, a, it's like a dark puzzle platformer game. Uh, so the whole story is you're like this little dude, like, you know, got a big head and a little body, and 
You're, you come up to a box and you come out of the box and you push yourself into the box. Strange. Man, there's nothing, there's nothing more that I like than pushing into the box. Yeah. So when you go in that box, you're in this other dimension. And, and the way it's a very monochromic game, so it's just black and whites and different shades of like gray mostly. And uh, basically, the, the, it's platformer, but you're trying to find like this exit on each board and you might have to get some keys to unlock the exit. And there's like, you know, traps and stuff like that. And the way you, the, the feature to get around is you can phase between different dimensions, we'll say, where you might have, you know, the, the black is the board. And then in the background, you might see like a lighter gray of like a shadow. And then when you hit the phase button, that part that was a shadow now comes to the foreground. And what was the, the foreground becomes the background. Isn't that uh, what Paper Mario did? Kind of, but this does it cooler. Because there's multiple levels of phasing. If you're sta- if you're actually on the area that has a shadow, when you phase, you die. So you have to find a part that's like open before you phase. Um, you can also get blocks that you, if you're next to them, they'll come with you between the phases. And if you put that block where the shadow is in phase, it actually breaks the uh, that area open. So like sometimes you have to put blocks in the right spot and stand on it and then phase up. So you make a hole so you can fall down to get the key and stuff. And then, but along with that, it also has got, you know, it's got the gravity changing. So you hit a little switch, you like go to the ceiling or the, or the side. They like, it's got a flip into the map where it rotates the map 90 degrees as you play. So you got to like do all those different combos to work your way through. Uh, the interesting thing I think, and this is, I could be wrong about this, but I played through it like twice. Um, it's probably take you about an hour, maybe less to play through one game. But the second time I played through it, I think it, it has a randomizer of the of what board you play because I played boards I never played before. The second time through, so there must be like a big set of them, and then it like randomly picks which ones you're gonna go through. And then also on the right hand side, since yourself put you in this box, yourself is talking to you as you're playing through it, and then as, and slowly you grow another person out of your head as you're playing. So this game just gets weird. And as you get closer to the end, you in the past is now talking to you in the future as you're playing through the boards. It's really strange. So it's like this weird time lapse messed up. Well, that's the title, Time Fuck. So pretty cool. I liked it. That was my game of the week. Mm. So, you know, the, uh, the Bats video game studio that's putting out these. Classic indie games like Hot Lime and Miami. Yes. Um, well, they're coming out with a new one. Uh, this one's called The Platformer. It's a platformer with no platforms. Oh, my God. What do you do? Uh, you run in, on a flat surface. Is it called? Wait, forward until you reach the end of the level. Isn't that kind of what uh, you have with... Crap. What's that game called? Pixel Bit Runner? Bit Trip? No, there's no obstacles and no jumping. Sweet. So it's like track and field. Um, nope, you don't have to mash the buttons. You just push forward. Oh, I like this idea. And it's a platformer. Can we call it... You shouldn't call it a classic game. You should call it... Uh, what was the name of it? Uh, it's the, an indie. It's an indie game. It's not just an indie game. I think it's also... Uh, what the hell is those games that like, old people play because they're simple? Farmville? Yeah, that, that type of game. You make a Facebook game. Um, no, it's not. It's indie. It's it's supposed to speak about the industry as a whole. That there's no innovation. That's not what indie. Come on, man. You're not. Anyhow, you're not. You know what? You're getting old. You don't even get it anymore. 
I sold out, dude. The thing is, I sold out a long time ago. When you get to the end, it really is. Instead of saying the end, it says the beginning. Oh my god! Yeah, what a twist, dude! You you know, you you and M Night Shyamalan should get together to make Mm. a movie. Should make a movie based on your game called Platformer. You're just running, 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 and then you get to the end, and you have to kill someone to get to the finish line. But that person is you. Wow, Deep. that's amazing! All right, and the whole time they were allergic to water. Well, that makes sense because even in dark, dead light, if you fell in a foot of water, you died. Yeah, because you know why the fuck? I, you know, if my ankle gets wet, I definitely do die. So uh, while your studio was thinking up these wonderful, wonderful indie games, mm-hmm. were they also checking out the news this week? Yeah, and I think we should jump right to the, the top news that's there. All right, so what, that, that would no, be... The, no, 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 the top news... Okay. This week... Yes? ...is the iPhone 5. ba ba ba. Wait. But you probably say, iPhone 5? Uh, this is a mediocre at best video game podcast. <laughs> well, well, you know iPhone 5 does play games. It does, and that's why I wanted to talk about it some. I wanted to say, what effect do you think this will have in the the, the market here? So we got the iPhone 5 coming out, and as everybody figured, it's it's going to be 16 by 9, uh, you know, uh, the viewable uh, screen. Uh, so they're, it's going to be three and a half inches. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be longer. Finally caught up to all the other phones out there. This one's going to be a little longer. It's not quite as big as some of them. A lot of them are, are four. This is only three and a half. So it's bigger. Uh, its processor is supposed to be pretty fast. It's supposed to be about... Uh, A6. It's an A6. Which I think this is two times faster than the, the A5. Well, what I find funny is they said it some number, but they just like, oh, yeah, it's like five times faster. Like, they didn't show any proof that's faster. Yeah, no, that's true. Um so, and it's got a lot of, you know, it's got some neat features like the ability to, to do a panoramic image, but you just hold the button down and swipe it across the sky. There's, there's an app for that. Yeah, well, I know, but now it's built into the phone, man. But anyways, so my thing is that um, you think uh, games are just going to expand the viewable screen. They're going to take advantage of this extra space maybe to um, put in some, some some touch controls like some have tried to do or are they going to go the Android uh, route with their existing games and just expand it uh, slightly? They're not going to do anything different. <laughs> Nothing innovation at all. No, it's just a larger screen just like when your TV's got bigger they didn't add... But it's a, a faster processor. Well, they might have, they'll, have, they'll have better graphics but they're not going to do anything like not use half the screen so your thumbs over and taking up the screen. So my question is, I guess, yes. which is a question that's been asked a hundred yes. times. Yes. Do you think the mobile market is cutting into console or PC gaming? I personally do not. Hmm. I would have to say, I don't think it's cutting into those. I think it's filling time that was otherwise not used for gaming. Well, I also think, it, I think it's introduced more people to gaming so there's probably more there's a lot of people out there that don't own consoles that do mobile gaming mm. but i don't think people who want to buy a console are like oh wait i'm not gonna buy a console i'm just gonna get an iphone 5 right i mean i mean uh well, i of course i pre-ordered the iphone 5 loser of course um and uh you got the lumen 920 it's faster um 
I use it when I'm doing stuff like, you know, waiting for an appointment or uh, anything. Camera. No one's listening to you or or me. (laughs) All right. Go ahead. So you use it whenever you're waiting in line. Right. So I I just use it for, you know, quick snippets and not sitting down and saying like, all right, I'm going to play this for the next three hours. Well, yeah. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Unless I really have to poop. Well, first off, the problem is, too, is that the iPhone's battery dies in like two three hours of gaming. They said that uh, you could do uh, eight hours of talk. LTE. That's talk. That's not gaming. Oh, LTE is the fast uh, download internet. I know. So, that has so nothing to do with uh, gaming. Surfing the net? I'm pretty sure at a fast speed probably sucks up a lot. You got to reach; it's got to be reaching out. So, you, I'm get. I, I would no. If, the do 3D yeah. graphics is a lot more processor intensive and battery intensive than it is to render HTML. I could probably still get four hours out of it half the time. I doubt it. Whatever. Well, hey, I got it in here. What? We'll find out. I guess we'll find out. All right, I'll I'll test it out and let you know the the, the time length. But anyhow, Bass was making a joke because that wasn't the big news. The big news. No, it was. No, the big news is about this other console that's coming out. Another mobile device, actually. You remember that Neo Geo X? Yeah. You know, it came out and they had the $200 price tag, which included the controller, and then you had like a docking station for it, and then you also had a controller for it. Mm -hmm. And some people were like, oh my God, that's so expensive. Well, apparently, that's the gold version, and they're going to come out with a, they're coming out with a standalone version also, which is just the handheld device. Without the docking station and controller, and that one's only going to be one thirty, mm. and then you can buy the base station and joystick separately later if you wish. So you can get twenty, and it comes preloaded with twenty classic Neo Geo games on it. So if you want to save yourself some eight bucks and still get it, and then play good games instead of iPhone games with a real controller, yeah, Neo Geo for the win. Mm. What's the battery life like? They said. 40 hours. I don't believe that. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. They didn't say how long the battery life is like. Oh, all right. Well, I'm sure if you strapped a gasoline engine to it, you could get four hours out. If you don't unplug it from the wall. (laughs) It's infinite. Yes, exactly. Mm. All right. So when's that coming out? They still haven't announced the release date. Oh, it's never coming out. (laughs) But all right, let's really talk about some real news here. So, all right, uh, you know, everyone was really excited this week because you know what was announced. They had uh, released a video of a squirrel playing an Xbox controller. That is true. They also released a video of the new wait for this game called Bad Piggies by the developers of Angry Birds. I I heard it really tells the story. Of the pigs. I mean, really, so you can understand where they're coming from. Yeah, it gets in depth view. There's like this whole background. It's like it's almost like an indie game. Like, like it's all dark and mysterious. Mm. Mm. I mean, I, frankly, here I, I got to say this. Say it. Think think about Angry Birds. Okay? I'm thinking about it. Okay, they're angry. You've got the birds. You've got some pigs that stole some birds' eggs, right? That's what they're supposed to do, right? Then you've got some other pigs that probably weren't involved in the original stealing of the eggs. They're living in their their you know their their uh, houses or their their skyscrapers made of wood and stone, 
and you've got these birds hurling themselves into these buildings kamikaze and not not coming back until the building collapses killing the pigs inside see sounds like i would like to propose that angry birds is anti-american they're saying that we are that we're the pigs and we need to be destroyed by birds yeah i'm just saying yeah no i agree with you do you see it it's suicide bombing yeah definitely so, and so in the pigs version, you actually build big, huge contraptions that the pigs travel in. Okay. I don't know. In all honesty, when I looked at it, I, I did say one thing in my brain popped up. Because you do build these like contraptions, like you put wheels on it and umbrellas to float and rocket jets or stuff like that. And then like you shoot it through the board. Uh, but the one thing the Angry Birds had, and my mom plays it, so – that's how I know is that she can just pick it up and know how to play it. It's pretty simple. But when you have to build these like complex structures with like different attributes of physics, like a rocket jet's different than a propeller type stuff, I don't know if that's going to target as well to the crowd like my, like my mom. But maybe they, have, maybe they know more than I do. Your mom? Your mom. So, all right. So should we really talk about the big announcement about uh, PlayStation Home update to 1.7 version? I, you know what the sad part is? I didn't even know that happened. <laughs> yes. It can, the updates include the ca- uh, as the camera to the emotes menu. So you can pull it, da- pull it pull out what? at any time. Pull what out? The camera to the emotes. Of what? And I, have so no idea, I have no idea what this stuff is. And I am a PlayStation <laughs> fanboy. I have no idea what an emote camera is. Well, emote is where you make emotions. I understand what an emote Apparently is. Apparently, the camera, you can take a picture of your your. Your bad virtual self. At this, well, so now it's quicker to get to that camera to take a picture of yourself doing your emote. Okay. For the in-game store, new animation items to buy and find, and some new new features on the ignore and block system. On the what? Ignore and block system. Uh, ignore and block system. Can I ignore and block the whole thing? Let's really get to the bigger news. Black Mesa was released. Yeah, buddy. I have not played it yet, though. Yeah, buddy. I've heard good things about it. I downloaded it, installed it, just haven't had time to click that EXE and start going through Half-Life with kick-ass graphics. Yeah. For those who don't know, it's a mod community. Well, it wasn't even mod because they had to rewrite from scratch, but they wanted Black Mesa. They wanted Half-Life to be on Source so it had better graphics. So they recreated Half-Life. From scratch in the source engine, total conversion, which means they had to write all the code from scratch. It took them five years, I believe. And they At just least. they just released the gold three days ago or four days ago. So it's now downloadable from Black Mesa. I think if you just type Black Mesa in the search engine and get the URL, I actually don't have the URL off my head. Do you need the original Half-Life? You do not. Mm. And how much does it cost? It's free. Oh, my God. Now, they did put themselves in the green light uh, for that new community that Steam has. So if you wait a few months, it might be just available through Steam. So you can just not have to deal with downloading from their site, I guess. I don't know why that would be a big and, deal. but And then how much would it be? That is unknown. And since we're talking about that green light, green light stuff, I would also recommend for those people out there who have never played it, there's a game called Cry of Fear. It's a mod 
uh, conversion of Half-Life. That was freaky as hell that I played. Uh, it's it's also in the green light. It, got, it actually got approved and it should be coming out uh, through Steam eventually. So look, keep your eyes out for green, uh, Cry of Fear. It's like a 3D scary movie thing. As, the po- as opposed to Cry of Laughter? Exactly. Cry of Laughter is more like it was a happy go lucky. Mm. Yes. Go lucky. So, yeah. So that was pretty cool. You know that game, Mega Man? Yes, I know that game, Mega Man. The one game that's only called Mega Man. Yes. Well, there's multiple versions of Mega Man. You know, it was made by some guy's name. That if I say it, I'm going to say it's so wrong. Yeah, he's Japanese. Inafun. Close. Yeah, that was good. That was good. It was pretty good. He also did Dead Rising, which I think Bats enjoyed. Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, if only he would make another zombie game. Oh, my God. Good news for you. Why? What's that? He's making another zombie game. Oh, man, my prayers. He got my letters. And this time, it's more of a quick action-based game where you're a samurai fighting the zombies. Oh, it doesn't really sound what I'm looking for. Just, well, it's described, well, what's it called? It's called Yaba, Y-A-I-B-A, and it's a stylish new zombie game. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but in the trailer, the, the guy definitely looked like a samurai-type person fighting quick zombies from like 20 days later or whatever 20 hours later 20 hours after. 28 days later thank you <laughs> wasn't there also 28 months later 28 weeks later oh well, there you go 28 months it's been like uh, 14 years 14 years <laughs> later shut up so uh, another little small thing out there for everybody because this is very important for these zombie killers and if you live in Australia. What is it? <laughs> they announced that they are now have a rated R for gaming in Australia. For a long people that know this for a long time, Australia, if the game was over fourteen, I don't know what they called it, I'll call it PG fourteen. If they rated it above that, it could not be sold in Australia. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, so a lot of Australians couldn't play like Guild Guild Wars, not Guild Wars, Care of War. Yeah. War of Gears. Yeah. Gears of War. Unless they imported it from outside the country. Yeah, which everybody did. Yes. But now they have an R18 plus classification. Yeah. Boobs and video games. So for all you Australians, on January 1st, 2013, you will finally get to buy the games that we've been able to buy everywhere else. Oh, my God. They're so great. But as soon as you get to buy them, they're going to suck. (laughs) Yes. But oh, uh, man, there's boobs in video games you don't even know about. Uh, yeah, boobs for the win. Man, everybody likes some pixelated boobs. All right. I, I have a fun thing to talk about. Is it, is it pixelated boobs? Because nothing beats a pixelated boob. No, it's worse than that. It's about Zynga. Uh, wait, so it's worse than that? I'm confused. Oh, wait. Well, pixelated boobs are bad to Puritans. So that's why I said worse than that. Cause I There's nothing I like than some cheap caffeine beverage with some pixelated boobs. Oh, wait. Hey, that's, that's a cafe thing. My non-Mormon wife. <laughs> if I have one like that. Non-Mormon wife. Non-Mormon. And also, uh, what else What else the Mormons don't like? I don't know. Um let see. Uh, they like Case. having multiple. They like having multiple wives, so you can only have one. Let's you, see. you need a boyfriend, probably. <sighs> well, if I have to. 
<laughs> well, anyhow, I'll do it for the cause. <laughs> do it for the cause. Um, so, if you remember, I mentioned that EA sued Zynga over the bill because it rips off Sim Social. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and we're all like, "Yay! I hate EA, but I hate Zynga too. So this is awesome." Yeah, destroy each other in a vicious zoo battle. So yeah, so what happened was Zynga is now suing EA. Yeah, what? Uh, they're they're counting suing them for li- liability and the counterclaim that just EA is being anti-competitive and unlawful in their business practices by suing them, and their no hire agreement. And their what agreement? There's a no hire agreement. I don't know what that means. Legal threats and demands for a no hire agreement. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. So the best part was EA replied to that, to like this news article. By suing them again? No. The EA actually came out and said, maybe if Zynga would, um, wait, this is a predictable subterfuge aimed at diverting attention from Zynga's persistence plagiarism of other artists and studios. Zynga would be better served trying to hold on to the, their shrinking number of employees they've got rather than suing to acquire more, is what EA's response was. Yeah. I mean, it's so I, – I hate cheering for EA, but man, EA is fucking doing awesome. Yo, legal doctrine. Come on. That's, big, that's a good snap though, the whole shrinking number of employees. You, you should rather acquire more. Yo, bitches, I, I caught you in contempt on that one. Oh. I hate you. Legal jargon. I hate you. Yo, and they're all like, yo, you better take these forms and file them. And they're like, no, some, those should be developed in cross-platform evaluations, discovery. What? Do you have paintings on your wall? Paintings? Yeah. Let me look around. No paintings. Oh, you might be okay then. Uh, Microsoft just patented for their, well, we don't know why, but uh, patent to have projection on all walls in the living room so that your TV is now surrounds you throughout the whole room so that you can actually see stuff happening on the walls. Oh man, that's going to be awesome for cartoons. Yes. Now the patent shows a dude playing a 3d shooter so i'm assuming it's going to be for gaming so so, so now i can i can turn around and see the guys teabagging me. yeah exactly now teabagging will come from all directions uh, oh it's in my face from everywhere there's nowhere to look away um it, it's actually kind of i think it's kind of cool because it's kind of like the holodeck kind of concept but no it's 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 way lamer but the problem for me is I don't even have four walls where I play a game, where I game. What, you live in a tent? <laughs> no, my, my wall, well, I'm going to phrase it. All right, I have four walls. I live in a freaking house. But my one wall is, I goes living room, open kitchen, then the wall. So it would be, you know, across the room through the kitchen on my stove is where I would see the picture. Yeah, I guess mine would be... Where the TV is, that would be, and then to the left, that would be sliding glass door, and then, well, the yeah. behind me, and then on the other, then it would be just open till you hit a window. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you're, it's, this is great technology as long as you have a 10 by 10 room with no <laughs> furniture. And and no door. <laughs> and no doors. You're like, you need a fireman's pool that you slide down in and then it like retracts. Yeah. And then a latch closed behind you in, in seals. <laughs> 
<laughs> and oxygen has to be pumped in. You know, there's probably some nerd out there that actually has that. Probably. It's where he hides his women that he abducts from the street. <laughs> oh, nerd. He's like, nerd. oh, my chamber could be perfect for this. You just have to clear the blood off. <laughs> oh, our friendly nerds. How we love them so. Uh, only because they're so weak they can't hurt me. <laughs> all right, all right. Do you have any other news before we talk about the big, the real news? Uh, I don't think anything else happened this week. I think that is the end of the podcast. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to send Epic us an email. Fail. What? What? No. No, it's the end of the show. You forgot. Clearly, there's nothing else to talk about. So, you know, with your epic failing. That's, there's, there's clearly nothing else to talk about. There, yeah, well, to talk about is different than to want to talk about. I don't want to talk about or the other thing you said. Wee you, wee you, wee you. Please don't be perverted on the podcast. Well, anyhow, Nintendo has announced release dates and prices for the Wii U. No one's ever heard of that. I don't know what that is. You clearly just made that up. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so... The Wii U, which is Nintendo's next gen console. No, no, no. Let's let's let's. It's not next gen. It's this gen. Let's let's all be honest. It is not a next gen console. I refuse. It's got eight gigabytes of memory. I refuse to call it next gen. Yeah. Oh, eight gigs. Oh, oh man, you could almost store an operating system on that. Yeah. You know how cheap flash memory is, and they can only give you eight gigs. That's bullshit. <laughs> my my new iPhone five is gonna have sixty four. Hey, it's got the ability to do ten eighty p out. Wow, well, no one cares about that. Hey, it doesn't have a Blu ray. No way. Oh, that's awesome. I also heard in America they're not selling the second controller at launch. No, that's right. You can only buy one controller to begin with. Yay! All right. Anyhow, there are two <laughs> versions coming. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say that's the only thing that I um. I agree with the uh, – I can play by myself and I can't – I have a good excuse. They won't sell me another controller. <laughs> yes, finally. A reason for you to be a loser. Yeah. So just to finish this up, it will be available on November 18th. In North America. In North America. It's, I don't know the dates for everywhere else. Uh, Japan is December 8th and uh, let's see. The U- EU is like November 30th I think. So us Americans, as usual, are first because we are awesome. Yeah, and well, the uh, UK actually gets it before Japan. Yeah, which is pretty surprising. Which Maybe it's because all the Japanese people know it's going to suck. Well, you know what's, you know what's the, I, I swear Nintendo hates uh, the Europeans. That's fine. We all do. Because you know what they're doing? They're not including the sensor bar with it. <laughs> well, that's because no one likes motion control. I know, but. Because the Europeans don't have uh, they don't have enough, big enough rooms to sense the part of work. They're just in flats above their pubs. Yep. Anyhow, so there's two SKUs gonna be available. One is the base model for two ninety nine. Yeah, and that comes with um, the a gig stuff and the con- one controller tablet thing and a gig yeah in the game. Then there is the deluxe set model, which comes with 32 gigabytes of memory, so a little bit better. Comes in black instead of white, and a controller. I think it comes with a stand also, 
And one game, which is some Nintendo party game. It says, and it says additional accessories. And additional accessories, which might be like a tattoo to wear. I don't know. Right. So pretty much, for an extra 50 bucks, you're... You get a stand. And, well, no. I mean, from 8 to 32. You get a stand, man. All right. You got you to gotta stand. You got to stand. It's stand. Clearly, if you're going to get it, you want to go for the deluxe. It's the better bundle, but... At three three hundred or three fifty still for me seems a bit high. What do you think? All right, so if it was actually to me felt like a next gen machine, oh, it'd be a great price. It would be a great price, but it's not. But it's not. I mean, look, what was the the launch lineup uh, for this? Was like Mario Two, which right. you can't fool me. It's not Mario 2. Well, hang on. So here's, here's the thing, too, about that. Uh, I want to just tell you the launch title thing. is because It kind of ties into that. Next Gen, to me, has to have a lot better. Maybe not better graphics. Maybe graphics have hit a, a threshold. But the ability to handle a lot more uh, particle effects on the screen, a lot more action on the screen, a lot more. Oh, yeah. Blah, oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. The Wii U titles that you're going to start talking about, none of them, when you see them, push the envelope and even all the Nintendo ones look like they're Wii games. Well, and the, and the ones that do maybe uh, have okay or decent graphics are games that came out months ago, like Mass Effect 3. And Assassin, well, they have Assassin's Creed 3 is going to be on there, which is out in a week here, two weeks here for the 360s and the PS3s. Alright, so if you want to play games late, <laughs> get the Wii U. Yeah, uh, well, it's also uh, well. You do get the cool controller though. They're having Call of Duty Black Ops come out on this thing. If you're a Call of Duty fan, are you really going to play it on the Wii U, or have you already been playing it on another console? Well, they do have Zombie U coming out. You know what? Still not going to make them buy it. Well, they had a trailer of the Zombie U showing how the controller works with it, and I was like, so I checked it out, and I was like, man. People keep on talking about how cool this controller is, but that looks like annoying as hell. Like when he picked up the Gatling gun, he had to put his controller up and shoot through the screen on the. Yeah, that and, seems annoying as and freak. The, and they kept on showing like the guy like who was had the controller like wiping sweat off his brow, type thing. Like joke, like not you don't see it's from a first person standpoint, but it's like I'm not playing video games so I can sweat. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's so much work that I had to move this thing around so much that I break a sweat. It kind of doesn't. That's not the purpose of me playing video games. I hear you. And even that game, I think Zombie U to me, unlike Assassin's Creed, unlike Black Ops, unlike Mass Effect 3 coming out, those games are a known quality that they have, they're going to be exactly the same as other systems, right? Zombie U is specifically designed for the Wii U, and you would think it would push something that would make it stand out, and the only thing that made it stand out is the controller. It's not the graphics. The graphics are the same. And to me, the controller is not enough to make that price of three fifty. Right. When I can buy and then uh, three sixty for ninety nine, and get the same graphics. Yeah, I just I don't know. Uh, so let's let's take this a step back. All right. Are you getting this at launch? I already bought two. Did you really? No, <laughs> I didn't buy two. Oh, I was like, I was like, wow, because I know like a lot of the. The, they put it limited out for pre-order, so a lot of the um, well, a lot of these are sold out already. 
Yeah, the deluxe of the deluxe bundles. Yes. I would not I I want to buy it the day it comes out because I own like every console, but I also don't want to buy it because I think it's a waste of money. Yeah, I'm I'm not getting it at launch. And the reason I think it's a waste of money too is that I have a Wii and it has not been out of my closet in three years, four years. This is this is what it is. If if I get it for a gift, maybe for Christmas, then that's fine. But I don't think I'll get it before. Maybe I'll wait for a price drop. I would. The only or way I'm, I'm going to walking get it. through a store and I see it, there's a possibility I might pick it up. But that's when it's going to be like big piles of them sitting around. I don't. I think the only way I, I'm not going to I'm not going to worry about trying to pre-order it. I'm not going to wait in line for it. And I probably even I saw it in the store. I'm probably not going to buy it for a while. The only way I think I'm going to get it is the same reason I got the PS3. Something's going to have to come out for it that I want I, to play. I agree. I agree. Like, I really want to find a game that's like I I want to play the game. Yeah, right now all the games coming out for it. Zombie U looks interesting, but not enough for me to want to buy it. I mean, that's this this kind of how I, I've done quite a few of my consoles. You know, uh, I mean, except for. PlayStation, you know, as you know, I'm always been kind of a PlayStation fanboy. So I had the PS2, I had several of them. And when Xbox 360 came out, I didn't get it right away. Uh, I was like, well, I'm just going to wait for the PS3. And um, I was uh, hanging out with one of my other uh, gaming associates, and that person had. Uh, the 360, and um, when I came over to you know to hang out, uh, he was playing uh, Oblivion, and I was just like, "Oh man, I want to play this game so bad!" And so then I went out and bought one, and literally it was my Oblivion box for the longest time. Yeah, I'm, and I'm the opposite for you. I'm a three, I'm a 360 guy. I'm a Microsoft guy. So uh, when the 360 came out, I got it. Well, I didn't have to pay for it, but I still got it the day the week it came out. Because I want to bet, yay, free gaming. Anyhow, but then I wasn't going to get a PS3 ever. Like I had no need for it. I didn't care about Blu-ray, blah blah blah. And then whenever Heavy Rain came out, and it wasn't even right away. I just kept on wanting to play that game. Kept on wanting to play the game. And like it was just like one weekend. I had no games on the 360 to play. There's nothing on the PC to play. And I was like, screw this. I'm gonna go get the PS3 so I can play Heavy Rain. And like you said, it was my Heavy Rain box. Until like for the longest time, I think the only other game I have on it still is Dark Souls. Hmm. So, I think with the Wii U, it's going to have to be some games going to have to come out that I really have to play. That's only on the Wii U. And right now, none of the launch titles do that for me. I agree. I mean, I I really don't plan on getting it. So, what type of game do you think would make you come in here? Would it have to be like an indie platformer. Uh, no, because because Pit Trip Runner is coming out on it with a new version, new game. See, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, if you would have asked me what, why would I buy the PS3, I would have never guessed that Heavy Rain game would come out. You know what I mean? Like that game just came out of nowhere, and it was like, whoa, this game's awesome. I really want to play this game. So it's hard for me to, to describe what would have to come out for that. But it would have to be something that pushes the envelope, I guess, of the graphics in the in the controller in a way that. I currently haven't seen uh, Mario Party Ten. That would not be it. 
You know, it, they might they might already have Mario. If they made like now. a, if they actually made a Super Mario Brothers World like they did for the Super Nintendo that was like a phenomenal game, like that, maybe I would. But just reinventing Super Mario Brothers over and over again like they've been doing for the last four years and is Zelda gonna, and Metroid. Yeah, it's not going to do it for me. Like if they made a, if they somehow made a Metroid like, but more like old school Metroid, like a two D platformer but with like really good graphics, kind of like how they did. Um, uh, the uh, what was that? The, the the commando game. Damn it, I can't remember. The guy who had the grappling hook arm. Bionic Commando. They did bio. Can't uh, they did that one again? Yes, but it was still like classic. It was still kind of awesome. Yeah, they and they came out on every system. <laughs> yeah, imagine if they did that with Metroid. Metroid, or maybe even the original Zelda. But even both those, it's like I don't it's know. Been, it, it's been it, beat to death. Yeah, I don't know if it, I think it has to be a new title. What about an, a Nintendo first-party new n- new franchise RPG? See, that could be that could be tempting. But then the problem is with the Nintendo name onto it, and this is my own opinion. I don't like RPGs that are very childish. Yeah. What about uh, did you ever play Blue Dragon on the uh, Xbox? I have. Yes. I like that. It was kind of childish. A little childish. I was, I'm surprised I, they haven't come up with a, a sequel for that yet. That is true. Hmm. But, like, I don't know. There's just nothing right now with the Wii U that, like, says, like, when the Wii came out, even though I made fun of it, and I kind of wanted it because I wanted to try the controller out. It had some, it was kind of unique. But now with the, the Wii U's controller doesn't, the other controller seemed unique enough for me to want the system. This one does not. Oh, I know exactly the game that would need, I would buy the Wii U for. SimCity. No, so... What you can do with the Wii U is you can one person can have the big controller, right? The one with the screen in it, and you yeah. have you can have three other people using just a normal. Oh, are, Wii are you going to are you going to say what they said on yes, Penny Arcade? Exactly, that would be awesome. Where the guy who has the big controller is actually the dungeon master of a game that the guys with the three controllers are playing. Are, are the are the the uh, yeah the the warrior or whatever elf? Yeah. yeah, so it's like an RPG, but the, the whole story is unfolded and controlled by the guy that actually has the big controller. You know, get like setting traps up, setting up rooms, setting up monsters, and like building this whole story with that controller as other guys are playing it. That now, might, that would be a way to use it that I would probably tempted to buy the Wii U then. It, yeah, if that came out and you could do it over you know the internet, that'd be cool too. Uh, because that way we could hook up and play Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. um, from from a distance. That would be pretty uh I think that would be pretty awesome and you know the guys at Penny Arcade made a comic about that and they showed it and the last comic was that one's free. <laughs> can welcome. Yeah, so they if someone did make that, I would that that would be something that I'd buy it for. Yeah, that would be pretty BA. Yeah. But you know, if it was that simple or something like that, people would have come up with um you know why wouldn't they have designed something like that for for another console already? It it has to be that you well, lose something in the the transference from the from the imagination that people put into games like that. Well, th- there is a lot of I know a lot of tabletop people that play like spun up game like games that they've created online, um, and they do say like that community of being there with the person is a big deal. So that's why the Penny Arcade one's good. That's a coach. Th- uh, everyone's still in the same room. Yeah, they're on the um, couch and yeah. stuff. But what I would, but there is games out there, um, PC games. So, you know, not not a console where it uh, was Neverwinter Nights. Like you could write your own campaigns for that. 
And people would. They'd write their own campaigns and their friends would play the campaign that they wrote and created. And I know a lot of people that did this and they, they really enjoyed it. And the one person would be the Dungeon Master and he would control events during the game. I think the problem right now with consoles, though, the console version, it's how do you build that depth in a game without having the con- like a keyboard and mouse? You know, it's hard to do that with just a controller. So maybe with the Wii U's touchscreen, you have more control over the events that are happening. So maybe that's would help. And you yeah. have your own personal screen. So, like, right. you can hide what you're doing on your screen while the other right. people are playing the game. Right. You can look ahead and see where you, where you, where you put your monsters and yeah, stuff. So, yeah. Or make updates and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. You're like, oh, man, I hope they I hope they go left. I hope they go left. <laughs> Crap, they went right. I'm going to change that. Oh, damn it. I mean, the dragon is now over. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's, that, that, it's that would opposite be, day. So, Penny Arcade game would definitely win me over to buy a Wii U. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. I have to find four friends. Well, that's never going to happen. I gave my, my little, my pillow girl a controller the other day, but it didn't, she didn't play well. Yeah, they never do. Yeah, bastards. All right, uh, anything else on this week? You, are we done uh, picking a horse? Uh, the yeah, I'm just, I guess I'm saying, I'm saying it's a this-gen console. I have no desire to buy it right now. I'm not going to buy it at pre-launch. I don't know when I will buy it. I'm sure eventually at some point I will own it. Same here. Um, but what do you think? Overall, is this going to be another, um, you know, uh, development where uh, Nintendo puts something out? It's revolutionary. Maybe it's just a fad. Maybe it's not. But it's uh, another feather in the cap. Or is this a stumbling block for Nintendo? I think we talked about this before. And I think I said that we use going to be successful sales wise but I think it's going to hurt their brand overall I think everybody the the hardcore gamers were burned by the, the Wii and I think the casual people this isn't casual enough for them it's it's too much uh, and I don't think it's one of those things that like the Wii you know people came to a party and they could play the bowling and they're like, Oh, this is easy. I know how to do this. Uh, but with this one controller, if that you can get two and it's just not the same, you're not going to have that party mentality. Most of the people that bought the Wii were, so when people came over, everybody could play, you know, Wii sports essentially. Yeah. That's basically what all mine ever came out for. Right. So I think this will be a stumbling block for them. I think it may sell, but I think it will sell nowhere near what they're looking to do. And once uh, Xbox and PlayStation uh, launch their new consoles, they'll be forced to do a price cut on it because they they have to play hardball. And I think they'll be behind the eight ball on this. And once those new consoles come out, they won't sell jack crap. So they've got like, they've got 12 or less months and that's yeah. it. I don't know. I, I just feel that I think they'll have a big steam, a lot of sales for this Christmas because of the name Nintendo. Yeah, I, I, but I think a lot of times, you know, for, for younger kids, maybe. But I think, I don't know. I'm not sure it's it's there. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. But I, just, I, I think they'll do well this six months. But long term, they'll end up being console three. Yeah. They won't be the top console. Uh, for games or purchases fair enough that's why that's how i roll yeah good points uh if you want to send us opinion about the wii u 
you can send it to podcast at thronecontrollers.com. Or if you want to ask us questions, also send it to podcast at thronecontrollers.com. No, only comments about the Wii U. Nothing else. (laughs) If you send anything else, I will delete it immediately. Because you love reading comments about the Wii U. Oh, man. Oh, I'm just so excited about it. And if you want to hear about the excitement, or really my excitement, you can also follow us on Controller Talk on the Twitter. On the Twitters, yes. Yes. Or go to Facebook and find Throne Controllers there. Yep, just search for Throne Controllers and it'll pop right up. You can give it the the old thumbs up. Pump us up the list. Give us a like. And if you want to see how horrible of a gamer Bats is, you can find out his inf- contact information at thronecontrollers.com and at the bottom there's an about and you'll see our gamer tags and whatnot. Case, before we go, do you have any words of wisdom? I don't have any words of wisdom. All I have is to let you know you can buy the Commodore 64 house for $1.9 million. On that note, this has been episode 43, and we out. Peace! Wii U, whatever, fuck off.